Sitters, what's good? This is Joey Edge along with Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? And Clayton Steinrooks in the house. What's up, guys? I wasn't sure if I was going to say that or not. Uh, yeah, we get know. that with the pause. Yeah, that's my fault. This is what happens when Brad's not here. Yeah, Anyways. where where old Brad, man? No, another another day, another no Brad. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. But no, I wasn't here last time. It's okay. Yeah, but you you phoned the front porch though. I was here. I was here in in, in spirit. That's right. Uh, I got a big show tonight. I'm pretty excited about it. I got a bigger show next week. Pretty excited about that one too. Oh, you going to tell people now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Jake Slaughter, offensive lineman at the University of Florida. He'll be on next week in the studio, live and in person. I'm can't, excited about that. Heck yeah, can't wait for that. Actually, that's gonna be a great interview. I I really am excited. Like that's I'm I'm pretty pretty juiced about that one. Yeah, tell your friends. Make sure they tune in. Uh, make sure they tune in for that one. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun because he was committed to Florida State. He decommitted mm-hmm. and is now oh. playing for Florida. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when we were talking about questions earlier today, that was that was one of my main ones. He'd start for Florida State already right now. He may yeah. start for Florida. That's a good point. Any one of us could start for Florida State offensive line right now. So <clears throat> you're not I, wrong. You're not wrong. I uh, I have some eligibility. So if they need some guys, <laughs> some guys, just tell them to give me a call. I'm I'm putting on weight every day, so I'm I'm getting in shape for it. <laughs> you know, you're preparing. I'm preparing just Heck in case yeah, they man. call. <clears throat> no I'll wear that garnet and gold for a couple of years if they gives me. a Gives me an uh, opportunity at the NFL to be an offensive lineman, you know? <laughs> His show's going off the rails early. Already, already, <laughs> already. I'm glad to be back, though. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. It's uh, it's a little different whenever you're not sitting there. Because like, right now I can look at you and we can, I can I, like have dialogue and stuff. Yeah. But when you're not here, I, I look at Brad and then I get sidetracked. <laughs> and, you know, it is yeah. what it is. It's hard to keep clear thoughts when you're looking at Brad's beautiful face. <laughs> that guy. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful Brad. He's a red-headed Fabio. <laughs> Redheaded Fabio, write it down. Could be. Hey, uh, before we get any further, um, we do have that really big show coming up um, with uh, Jake Slaughter coming on. Uh, that'll be a good one. Tell your friends, uh, like, retweet, all that stuff it helps greatly. Give us a five star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, it will be greatly, greatly appreciated. Absolutely, and before we get into any further of the show, uh, the the title sponsor, JW Weaponry, right? Yep. Best gun store, premier gun store of the South. Excuse me, my bad. Sorry, Bradford. Uh, but they're always loaded. Chris, got anything to add? Yeah, no. Um, John isn't here again. He was. Did he well, come? no, we're recording early. That's not. His oh, fault. that's true. We are recording yep. early. Won't blame him. He nope. said he was going to stop by. He, he still may at eight o'clock. Yeah, he'll we'll be we'll be packing up and ready to go. But time. we got him. Uh, we got him. We got John a gift. I finally broke that to him, hoping that he would come get his gift that we've had for a month and a half now. Um, right there, it's sitting right there. Yeah, uh, great dude, great dude, excellent, excellent at his business, excellent at um, at what he does for the community. We say it every single week, but it's, it's you can't you can't say it enough with uh, with them and class act of JW Weaponry. Joe, you want to give the uh, give the people the number? Absolutely, three eight six two four three eight five eight seven. Don't look at me like that, Tyler. I got this. One more time. Three eight six two four three eight five eight seven. Excellent. Give them a call. Um, tell them that the front porch sent you. Uh, you want to go right into. Conference realignment, Christopher? Yeah, let's do that. So we're going to go just a quick outline. Um, Conference realignment, um, ACC first, and then we'll go into a more broad picture of um, like the national landscape of what college football may be looking like and how that we are uh, like basically profits here on the uh, front porch. 
It's true. Um, you can remove the word basically if you'd like. Just keep it. We are prophets. Um, and then and then we uh, we'll go into some NFL stuff. Yeah, a little Baker Mayfield. We'll probably touch on the uh, Denver Broncos since Clayton's here because oh, he's yeah. a big Denver guy. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll probably and, get a little bit deeper into his like Denver sports. Uh, oh, of course we are. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be a fun conversation. I agree. I agree. And then uh, we'll probably wrap it up with some like uh, phone the front porch stuff. So it's a full show. Stay with us. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into it now. Yeah. So let's talk about, do you want to talk about the ACC first? Or yeah. You, or you just want to skip that altogether because it may be a, a null and void point. I think it's like a moot point, but I think like, I'll just be really brief with it. Florida State's like guaranteed opponents, like opponents in like the pod or pool play, if you will, is Clemson, Miami, and Syracuse. Um, the one thing that's no, I think Miami had to stay. I'm cool with that. I think that's a must. Um, Clemson as well, kind of like a Clemson and Florida State have been trading off with the ACC stuff here. Florida State carried it early, and now as of late, Clemson's obviously dominated. Um, so I think those matchups had to stay. It's somewhat of a rivalry, if you will. I agree. Um, the one that's interesting to me, Joey, is um, Syracuse. I about said who I thought it should be. Um, Syracuse is weird that Florida State drew Syracuse. Uh, Georgia Tech made more sense to me. It's in Atlanta. It's a big market. It's closest to uh, Tallahassee. Um, and it's not like a really tough game for Florida State. So like they got Clemson, Miami, which is probably the two other like, the two best right. teams in the ACC. Right. They got to have a softer <laughs> one. So I, I get Syracuse in that sense, but doesn't make a ton of sense that it's not Georgia Tech. No, but I think I think it makes it makes sense because you don't want to have everybody in the same region as as rivals or whatever or what not the rivals, but the the three mainstays. So I think you had to you had to travel for one, and I think. Syracuse being that one is okay. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that too. I mean, ultimately, I think it had more to do with – we're not a Georgia Tech show, but if Georgia Tech would have drew Florida State as well, their opponents was going to be hellacious. Like, it would have been really, really bad. So, I think Georgia Tech said no, ultimately, and then Florida <laughs> State had to ask for, um, for for Syracuse. So, I get it. It makes sense. So, I'm cool with it. Um, do you like the new – like, the, the whole the whole realignment for the ACC? Do you like that? Do you like the divisions better? What do you like? I like it better now without the divisions. I do too. Huh? I do too. Yeah? Yeah. I, I just think you get the best team. Like, the, the – I think you get the two best teams. Exactly. Regardless of, of anything else, you're going to get the two best teams in the ACC competing for the ACC championship every year, and I don't have a problem with that at all. For, like, three years, Florida State and Clemson had to play each other in the regular season, which basically was the ACC championship. Right. I mean, there was one time Florida State ended up having to play – Georgia Tech, I believe. And then they had to play Duke one time or something crazy. It was like, what are we doing? It was uh, – and then, you know, Miami made it there one time, I believe, and had to play Clemson, and they got beat like 70-3. to Right. Like, what? Now there's no divisions, the two best teams, the best records. Now they play – I think it helps, too, if there is – now, again, this is all if there even is an ACC. But I think it helps if they expand the playoff to eight teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think that will help their odds of getting two in. I'll, yes, I because you're going to get the two best teams, and depending on how that game goes, if it's close, then maybe they both go. I think they the next step is to go to twelve, not eight, though. I uh, think well, they skip. Well, eight. then even more important, then. right? Um, I agree with that. Because if you lose that game in, early and then you don't get to play in a conference championship, then like then you may like for example, Clemson, Florida State play in the same division. Say Clemson wins, Florida State does a decent job. They're in the running, but they don't play in the conference championship game. They're not as likely to get in on a, on a smaller format. But if they're playing in the conference championship game, they maybe get a chance to knock off Clemson, 
Um, and now they have a head-to-head. They've each beat each other once, and they can maybe potentially both go. Right. If they get beat in the championship game, then it doesn't matter. They weren't going to get in anyhow. So I think it helps with like that side of it. Right. What about overall the the landscape of college football that everybody you know t- uh, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, uh, the talk of Miami, Clemson, Virginia, North Carolina, Florida State potentially going to the SEC. Where yeah. Do you, where do you see this going, and, and how we, bad does it get? We kind of outlined this like months ago. When all the NIL stuff started happening and, like, money really became, like, money has always been the deciding of the driving factor. Always. Right? But it hasn't been as much in your face. Like, right. you don't even care anymore. Like, yeah. It's not even a big deal. So now, like, every decision has always been made, in my opinion, based off of money. Absolutely it has. But it wasn't always, like, clear. Like, hey, we're making this decision because of money. Yeah, you it could was, always tie it back to something else you that you were say, making oh, the decision on. The athletic of. experience, the academic experience, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Yeah, no. It's always, it always was money. But now they're not lying to us anymore. They're just yeah. telling us, hey, it's about money. <laughs> yeah. Which, whatever. I mean, whatever. Um, I, I don't know that it's great. I, I, I don't think it's good for the sport, actually. I think, <clears throat> I think it's something that has to be done at this point. Like, the, the way it's trending, I think you have to go to four super conferences or three super conferences or whatever you're doing. I think there'll be two. At this point, it sounds like two. Yeah. And then half the Big 12 is going to go to the Big 10 with, with that group that we just talked about from the ACC going to the SEC, and then you got two super conferences. But what does that do for everybody else? I don't know, because it's all about money. So, just for example, like, every, people were wondering why um, the Big 10 went and got the two California teams, yeah. so Southern Cal and UCLA. Here's why. People don't understand this. I, I saw some like ri- ridiculous comments on the internet about like viewership and markets. Yeah, you want to be in different markets, but it doesn't. You don't get money just because you have a California market. You get money because of all those cable boxes and all those living rooms that tune in. That's where the money comes from. Right. So like we'll get to the SEC not wanting Florida State in or Florida. We'll get to that in a minute. And because I saw a, a ridiculous comment that is, is just not true. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Ten's average money that they made per TV, like every cable box in before they added the West Coast teams, was like forty cent or something like that. Okay. Uh, every time you tune in, or a month or something like that. By adding the two teams out west, yes, they went into a new market, but those are heavily saturated market where there's a lot of people watching those teams play those games. It's now a dollar forty per box on average. Oh man. Yeah, so their TV rights are through the roof. They got a big deal with Fox. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be bigger than what the uh, Southeastern Conference is currently. That's so I, insane. I think that puts them on notice, which is why I think it'll be a big conference because for the first time ever, yes, the best football is played in the SEC. But again, money talks, and now they're no longer the highest paid or the highest profiting conference by TV deal anymore. Right. So I think they're going to make a move. They're going to have to make a move. Even by adding Oklahoma and Texas as they did, they're still not at $1.40 a cable box. That's so insane to me. $1.40 a cable box from four, or yeah, from $0.40? Cents. Yeah, it's what they get. That's crazy. So the other argument is that people are saying, like, why would the SEC want Florida State? Look, man, I get it. We have a lot of Gator fans on here. We're going to have an actual Gator football player on here next week. I'm like I, I understand. We hate Florida State. But to try and dismiss Florida State as like a subpar program over the years and the history and the tradition is, is absurd. To try and dismiss the fan base and the size of it is absurd. Like you if you have an opportunity in a in a time 
where you must acquire programs. Like, do we, do you agree with that? Like, right now, regardless if it's Florida State, you have to acquire programs to grow. Right. Like, it's to. going to a super. If you don't get Florida State, Clemson, or Miami, then the Big Ten is going to get them, and then then you run the risk of potentially not being over the course of five, ten, fifteen years, not being relevant because you can't play the same game because you don't have the same money. Yeah. Like, no, I, I agree with that. I don't think I don't think it makes any sense to not add Florida State or Clemson or Miami if you have an opportunity or North Carolina. Or I, I was going to say I think North Carolina is is also in that conversation, and they should be. I think they're one of the bigger markets. Um, but yeah, no. If if I'm the SEC and I have to add somebody, I mean Florida State, to, in my opinion, is one of the first calls. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd probably Clemson because you don't have anybody in that market. But I think Florida State Clemson is a hell of a pairing. South Carolina. Yeah, I guess you do have South Carolina right there in it. So that that brings me to the next point. You have like Gator fans saying, "Well, why would we add Florida State? They've been under 500 for the last five years. There, we already have the Florida region." Yeah, but yes, yeah, that is true. But you don't get paid for just having the damn region. No, like you get paid per like view. Like, like you don't get paid per like region. You get paid per box. So, Seminole fans are going to watch Seminole sports. Like naturally, if you, yeah, and yeah. it's not just football either. It's basketball. It's yeah, baseball. It's it, yeah, exactly. So. I think it. I me personally, I want to go to the SEC. I want some of that money. <laughs> I want yeah. some of the money. I think Florida State has overachieved with the amount of money they've had for the history of their program. They're not playing on the same. They're not playing with the same scale as everybody else. Eh, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? I don't think money was as big of a thing as as now as it used to be. No, exactly, and then. That's why they had the 14 top five finishes in a row where right. money didn't matter as much. Right. And the, AC, and the okay. SEC wasn't as serious about playing football as they are now. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, now they are. And so now money matters more than ever. 100% it does now. That's like you and me. If we go to Dave and Buster's and we're going to see who gets the most tickets at the end of the night and I have half your half the money to spend, I have $10 and you have 20 probably you're going to come ahead on tickets at the end of the day. Absolutely. Now, there's an yeah. outside chance that I overachieve and I do something I shouldn't do and I maybe can get there. But – more than likely, it's not it's not the same playing field. And right yeah. now, it's bigger discrepancy than two to one. It's like three to one. I'll buy your story. I like there's your, I no like ACC it. network. There's no ESPN deal. There was never a CBS deal. Like it's not the same. So I w- I personally would like to see what happens when the money is the same. Not just against Florida, but no, the no, entire no, just landscape. In, in ge- of yeah, in general, right? Yeah, I'm I'm with you there, and I think that. Uh, I, I I think that it's inevitable that this happens. I and, think so. And too. like I said, we we talked about this. Maybe a year ago? Yeah. Maybe it was last summer? Yeah. How the super conferences were going to – I mean, it, it has to happen. Like, yeah. It's going to happen. It, it's it's inevitable. So, might as well embrace it now because it's coming. And then the one thing, too, like people are – like some, not Seminole fans, but like it's Gator fans, whatever. Like now, you Florida is in the driver's seat because they are currently in the SEC. They've beaten Florida State pretty bad here recently. So, like now it's like, oh, little brother's trying to get into the real conference. Why would we take you? Like – Kick rocks, bro. Like, I, I can't do that. Like, stop it. <laughs> stop you leave it. my fan base alone right now. Chris. No, I know. They're just a really outstanding fan base. But, um, like, don't, like, that's, that's absurd. Like, cause they're, you know, the, the, you're going to be the little, the bottom feeder of the SEC. I mean, are we going to lose more than five games over there? Cause we've lost five the last five years. So, we're gonna, are we going to lose six? How many conference games are we going to play? We're going to still get the three out of conference games. Because we can go, we can go cupcake, 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 and we may drop one of those. Because we we will do that, Jackson State. <laughs> but like, or or do they do they play up the competition? Like, Florida State was a muff punt away from almost knocking off Florida with Mackenzie Milton last year in Gainesville. Yeah, 
I'm just I'm just being it was a one it was one possession game. Yeah. Field goal. They they yeah. go kick they don't drop a punt in the fifty. They go kick a field goal. It's a tie football game. They go score, they're up by four. Yeah. They don't. The wheels fall off and then Florida kick their teeth in, score a couple touchdowns <laughs> late, make it look close. It never really was. But like that whole like the whole like Florida State scared narrative is is absurd That's to me. Yeah. Because we've Bama's on the schedule, LSU's on the schedule, right. Notre Dame's on the schedule, Georgia. Georgia's on the schedule. Yeah. So stop 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 that. Miss miss me with that. Like maybe not performing real well, but like scared. Or oh, what are you gonna do if you come over here? We're trying to schedule the games anyway, so we may go get some of that money as well. <laughs> well yeah, we're already playing the games. Yeah, we're playing Just them. Give us some money now. We're playing we're not playing Vanderbilt. No, I'm just saying. Like, we're, we're, they, they scheduled That's what Bama. You should be scheduling. We spe- they scheduled Bama, scheduled Georgia, and LSU, and Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame's not in the SEC, but like as no. far as out of conference scheduling, they're going to schedule those games. Speaking of Notre Dame, what's what's their best option? What do you think they do? What they'll, do you think they should do? They'll stay independent. You think? Absolutely. You want to know why? Money. Because yeah, they have a they have their own contract with NBC. There, that's theirs. Notre yeah. Dame, that's it. They don't share that money with anyone. That is their money. Why would they go get in a conference? Because they can get more money. I don't. They can get more. They may can. I don't know that they can. You know how much money's being floated out there right now, just all over the place. No, it's a lot. You're just like, but you're splitting that revenue. But you're splitting that like sixteen, twenty, twenty-four ways potentially if the conferences grow. They're talking about like. Yeah, but if they're getting forty-two million a year right now from NBC, that's completely made up. Don't know what it is. And then the Big Ten gets, say they get. They're getting probably a little bit more than that right now. I need you, I need somebody to look that up. He's but it, but say say I'm saying if they get Notre Dame, they get whoever else. I don't mm-hmm. care. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, Texas A and M or I'm sorry, Texas Tech, and they they pull some of that market, and then they sign a seven hundred million dollar per year deal, or for over six years. I mean, they're getting close to that still. Yeah, but the difference is they're independent. They make their own damn schedule. That's true. I mean, you're right. But the conf- but see the, the the sticky part for Notre Dame, in my opinion, Joey, will be if they go independent or stay independent because they don't have they don't have to go make a deal with the devil per se, right? For TV rights, like they're yeah. not chasing money there. Right. They may be chasing five, seven million or whatever, but like if they go in a conference and they have to follow the rules, then they're at the mercy of the school's scheduling. They're at the mercy of their championship. They're at the mercy of... Yeah, you're right. Or they can take a little bit less money that they don't split with anybody. They make their own schedule whenever the hell they want to make it with whoever the hell they want to make it unless these conferences grow so big that they don't play out-of-conference games anymore and then you can't schedule... Then you can't schedule like a, a, a legitimate team. I think that's the only way that they join a conference. But, as if they that, truly can't schedule anybody. But that's what they're kind of looking at, in my opinion, because if you have 20 or so teams, like 20 or so teams in a conference, there's no need for an out-of-conference game. In order to play everyone to play everyone over the course of four years or whatever, um, then you're going to have to not allow out-of-conference games, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you can't have – why would you schedule an out-of-conference opponent if you have 30 teams in your conference? You, you, may, you may go seven, eight years, never play the same – never, never play a team. Is this the ACC that's doing that, Tyler? That's the NBC Sports is doing 15. Okay. 10, Jesus. Yeah, so NBC Sports pays Notre Dame to, uh, 15 million a year. And then they make an additional 10 to 11 million from its partnership with the ACC and all the other sports. Holy crap. Yeah, that's crazy. Go ahead and read that next one. 
<laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, candid. I thought it was more money than that, but I don't. But it's that much money for them to stay independent. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I really don't know what they'll do. They pimped Florida State a little bit. Like, hey, in the year that we needed a conference, we're going to come play an ACC schedule, but we're not going to join your conference. Right. For, like, long term. We'll just be in the ACC for one year. Yeah, COVID year. <laughs> yeah, COVID year. Because no one would play them. How about it speculated that members, uh, member schools could make $100 million a piece on media rights alone by 2030 in the Big Ten? In the Big Ten, yeah. Oh! That's what I'm saying. Like the, for the first time <laughs> ever. Crazy. SEC, not ever. For the first time in, like, our era – the SEC is on notice as not being the dominant conference financially, like fiscal. Bro, a hundred million per school, per school, per year. So, like that's so. There's a ton of people in Florida State in Tallahassee that they want Florida State to go get that money. I want to go get that money, right? So, it the money is like apples to oranges. So, like ACC is getting around ten to eleven million a team. Think about that. Like, that's unbelievable. They're a hundred. <laughs> Or the SEC is like 40 to 50, I believe. So it's four times more money. So when you go to like, and I've been to both practices, and I have saw the, and uh, Billy Napier's money, or the staff numbers just came out, and like all right, that stuff right, was right, right. crazy. Yes, sir. Okay. They're able to do that because they're operating on a, a budget four times larger than some. Right. And that makes sense. So like, yeah, why would they not be, why, why would the facilities not be better? Why would they not have more coaches? Why would they not be coached better? They have more resources. It's just, I mean, there's nobody with a, with a clear brain and you take your blinders off and you don't, and you, and you think about this like legit, like realistically, you cannot say that if I have four to five times more resources than you, yeah. that I can't have a better product. You know what I mean? Like I it, mean, it, it, yeah. There's a million different analogies. This one just came to me and I'll shut the hell up. <laughs> I have a hundred thousand dollars. You have $500,000. Mm-hmm. Let's go see who can build a better home. I would think you can. I mean, nope. me. No, the, yeah, me, me. me. Sorry, money. I had the 500. I'm not used to having more money than anybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> my fault. That's my bad. But no, but yeah. that's, that's the example. Like, it, is there an outside chance that I'm very crafty and you're done with your money and you can go make mistakes <laughs> and maybe we can get close? Yeah, of course. But over time, that, the person with more resources is going to do better. The schools that have better teachers and more resources have better numbers than the schools that are, do not have that. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's not hard. It's not hard. No, it's, this it's really This not. isn't a difficult conversation. Like it's, it makes all the sense in the world for Florida State to go get in a, a conference that, that has more money, especially with the expansion being a thing. Um, and it really doesn't make sense for, like, Gator fans or, or any fan, for that matter, if you, if you know that we must add teams to not add a program like Florida State or Clemson or Miami. That makes – that would make no sense. That's only going to increase the value of the conference. Which, in turn, increases the value of your own team. Correct. Yeah. Now, it, it can get scary because then you may think, oh, what happens when they actually do get the same resources? Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. I, I mean. I know, you don't, I know you don't think it's that big of a discrepancy in that, rival, that rivalry. I think it has no. a little bit to do with it. No, I think it does, too, right now. Especially right now. But. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm also let me clarify I'm not saying that once Florida State gets in the SEC they're gonna go walk the dog on everybody in the that's not what I'm saying no it'll take time regardless to get to get everything built the way for they to need even, to for it to even maybe potentially show its face but right. I think they'll have a better chance if they have more resources <laughs> especially in the NIL era where it's all about transaction which is insane the NIL era is insane in general it's just uh, getting crazier 
Yeah, Miami's out there parking Ferraris around there, everybody. There's so. literally a report, literally, that there's 13 Ferraris outside of Miami's IPF. Listen, if I'm going to Miami, or if, I, if I'm on a visit and they tell me I get a Ferrari, I'm committing too. Yeah, no doubt. And then money on top of it? Yeah, cool. Yeah. And you, South you Beach. You give me $8 million and yeah, and South Beach and a Ferrari? All right. Because if I have that Where kind of I money, sign? I'm not saying on, I'm going to have a, I'll, I'll be on the beach. Uh, yeah. Like, we're going to, we're not I staying own in this house right here. I'm not here. staying in Coral Gables. I'm not, no. no. I'll be <laughs> in South Beach. You can catch me there. It'd be a terrible situation for you. You don't need that. Oh, I would, no, 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 no. I would not make it. They would take their money back because I would drop out of school. I would farm. <laughs> it, would be, it would be the worst thing ever. Like Antonio Cromartie. It would be bad. Wow. All right. Hey, real quick, before we go to uh, Baker Mayfield, I just wanted to let you know that I beat Shane Edge in golf again today. No, you didn't. Yeah. It's it's basically a regular thing now. You, so what's happening here? Shane, what the hell, man? I don't know if it's as much Shane – it's, oh, you're just on fire. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just better than him, to be honest. I, I don't. <laughs> I can't wait till we play again, and I shoot 132, and he shoots a 68. Yeah, just make sure me and Zach are playing at the same time. Yeah, no, uh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, we want to make sure we're there for that. We want to make sure we're there. Yeah, um, where'd y'all play? <clears throat> we played at. Thanks for asking, Chris. We played at the Country Club at Lake City, which we're sponsored by. Actually, uh, they have the MGA Blitz. Or I'm sorry, the Open Blitz. Um, July 16th is the final leg of the MGA Cup. Shane knows about that because he plays in that. I don't because uh, I don't have that kind of time and effort money. Um, and then they have a couple of camps coming up. They have a tennis camp July 11th through the 15th. And then they also have a, what's that sport? Golf, a golf camp um, July 18th through the 22nd. So if you need to give them a call, do that at 386-752-2266. They'll get you taken care of. Two things. You yes. were just doing a golf read, correct? Yes. But then you had to ask what sport it was. Well, because I, I, I have this paper in front of me that says tennis because I'm not smart. Yeah, because they do tennis and golf. Well, they have a tennis camp for youth oh, coming up. Oh, this is all the flyers. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, and then they but have a golf a, camp for youth as well coming up. Golf course, right? Golf course. Also. <laughs> and um, I just was telling you about how bad I beat Shane in golf, which was only by one. And by the way, he missed a six-footer. On 18, <laughs> and I nailed the six-footer on 18. Ooh. Yeah. Tough break, kiddo. Hate Tough to break. see it. Austin Lawrence, his son, goes to that golf camp. I, I saw pictures of that last yeah. week. Yeah. If y'all know, he does not listen to the podcast, but if y'all He talk, actually does listen to the podcast. Does he? Every week. Oh, my, my bad, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Oh, shoot. Yep. <laughs> well, he does listen to the podcast, so he'll hear this part. I was going to say, remind him that I gave his kid a shout out. Yeah. His kid looked really good. Like, he was like super dapper, fresh, probably better than Have you seen that family? Me. Huh? Have you seen that family? Oh, yeah. Like Austin, Samantha, bro. Yeah. Hey. It comes from their mama, though. Well, that's true. Have you seen right. Austin? Well, anyways. So, yeah, have you Shane again? I just want to throw that out there. Now we can go talk to Baker, about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So, uh, what about what about Mr. Uh, Mayfield do you want to, do you want to start at? Um,. Do you think that Cleveland did him right? No. <laughs> Clayton said no very quickly. No chance. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't. I don't. No, I don't either. I, I, I mean, I, I talked about this from the beginning. I think they, they got him from the beginning because how many times has Cleveland been in the playoffs in the last 30 years? One. Yeah. Who was their quarterback? Baker Mayfield. Okay. That franchise isn't exactly like some thoroughbred franchise that you could just go be the quarterback of and just lead them to the promised land that's not how this works in cleveland I, I, they're just not very good um and they haven't been their management they're, like from the top they're not good 
Like I think Steven, Kevin Stefanski's pretty good right now as a head coach. I, I like him. But from the top, they've been really bad for a really long time. Yeah, the guy led you to the playoffs. And then you just dropped him for a guy that has 24 civil suits against him. And he's never going to play in the NFL again. Yeah. Ever. He's never going to play. Five first-round picks and 230 guaranteed in a contract is insane. <laughs> How is stupid who, are you? Who is his agent? Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, literally <laughs> <Nice>. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. To be able to pull that off, like, hey, yeah, we need that much money guaranteed. Oh, but what about his uh, outstanding cases that he has against him? Yeah, don't worry about those. We need that money guaranteed. Here's well, the, the Browns hired the Browns hired investigators. I say that loosely to go investigate themselves, and they just turned on Deshaun Watson film, absolutely torching defenses. They said, <laughs> "Yeah, he's innocent." <laughs> that, that probably was what it was. That happened. had to be it because. Talk about a gamble. I mean, my goodness. Hmm, that's terrible. Baker to Carolina makes so much sense to me. Yeah. They are they are in need of a quarterback. Yeah. They have Christian McCaffrey. Their, their offensive line is okay enough. Um, Baker can hide some of that, too, because he's he's athletic enough to, to, to do that. Um, and then they have DJ Moore. DJ Moore's the, the real deal. He's Absolutely. Like do he, they get rid of Robbie Anderson? No, I think I saw a notification on my phone. No, Robbie Anderson's Anderson? still there, and Terrace Marshall is still there, too. No, I said, do they? Oh, no, they, they're not. They don't. I don't know, man. He was pretty outspoken about Baker not coming to Carolina. If I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm never throwing you the ball. You can run the nine route, take the top off the defense. I'm throwing it underneath. I don't know that he makes the, the team out of spring or out of, out of fall camp. Oh, well, then I'd trade Ooh, Robbie him. Anderson? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I don't he, think so. Because he, he doesn't take the top off anymore, so what is the point of him? Yeah, he's a problem, isn't he? Yeah, well, I don't know that he's a problem necessarily. He may have said something out of Didn't line. Didn't he but... get a couple of charges in South Florida? Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. Um, but, no, I, I like Baker to Carolina. I think it was yeah. a good fit for him. I think it's a good fit for them. And for me personally, I have a lot of DJ Moore shares in, in Dynasty football. So, yeah, let's roll on that. I'm good with that. I like that. I think it's, a, I, I think it's good for Baker to get the hell out of uh, Cleveland anyways, especially with how they – went about their business and handled things as unprofessional as they could. Yeah. I mean, is I mean, I get you have to do what's best for your organization. And if that, at the end of the day, if what is best for them makes somebody's life more difficult or it's hard for them to accept or whatever, like in Baker's, if they would have just moved on from him, then whatever, like that's business. That's what they have to do. Right. But the manner and how they went about it and who they acquired and how they acquired him was uh, super disrespectful. But you know what they say, Joey. That's what the money's for. That's what the money's for. I think uh, I think Baker's the kind of guy that <laughs> you talking about our producer over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baker's the kind of guy that uh, will, will he'll use this. Yeah, he will be ready to go. I like he, I like him because he's a competitor. I do too. I think this will only like to your point amplify or increase that. Turn that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be on a mission. Yep. What do you What do you see Carolina finishing this year? Honest to God, probably the same. Middle of the road, five hundred ish, maybe a game, a game under, maybe a game un- over. I don't see them. I don't see them going. Uh, I don't think they make the playoffs. Like I don't think he moves the needle that much. I think they're borderline playoff team, right? Like right now with him. Yeah. Um, but that's pending Christian McCaffrey's health. Well, that's been the biggest. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's the biggest thing. Uh, I think I think Terrace Marshall probably probably takes a step, right? I think so. Yeah, I liked him at LSU. He was I, good. 
I, he was he had some nagging injuries last year, so he didn't play as much as he probably could have. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think that uh, I, I think Baker moves the needle enough to where they're at least competing for the playoffs as long as McCaffrey's healthy. I agree. It's I think he's uh, he's the pendulum their season uh, swings on. Yeah, hundred percent. He's their best player. Yeah. Oh, McCaffrey. Oh, I thought you were talking no, no, about no, Baker no, Mayfield. No, like, no, no, McCaffrey. Oh, no, 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 no. McCaffrey's their best player. Easily. No, I agree. Yeah. But I will never draft him in fantasy ever again. Mm. Three years in a row. Depends on how far he falls. Three years in a row. If he, if he yeah. falls, I'll, I'll, I'll play that game. <laughs> I'm not taking him one, two, three, four, five, six. Absolutely not. No. Maybe not top ten. I'll mm. be honest. I've, I've been burned I, three I can cover, years in a row. I can cover it up at eight, nine, ten. I can cover it up from there. If, if, he, if he sucks, I can, make it, I can make it work from there. Did Co- we ever it's, text it's, Chandler back about his idea? We don't need to talk about his idea right now, but just sorry, hit my hit me. I don't know that we did. We need to. I meant to, Chan. I meant to. I think I did. I don't think you did. I think it's a really good idea. We'll yeah. talk about the idea. I'm, I'm <laughs> accidentally teasing the idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. I think we're going to do it. Um, we won't go to next, Joey. Obviously, we need to go to phone the front porch, Christopher, which is brought to you by Josh's Barbershop. Uh, great dude. Great haircuts. Clayton, you should definitely go there. Not that your cut is bad right now, but it's probably about that time. Yeah. I'll give you a referral. Uh, he'll hook you up. If you don't like it, I'll pay for your cut. How about that? All right, Ooh. good. We'll see him. Yep. Uh, give him a, a text. Don't call him. He, he's a busy man. He cuts hair literally from like 7 in the morning to like 9 at night because he's just so busy. He has all that, all the all the clients in Lake City pretty much. Um, yeah. But seriously, give him, give him a text at uh, 386-247-1430. And he'll uh, he'll shoot you his uh, his his availability Schedule availability his, his availability. Thank you. you. Okay, you all right? <laughs> yeah. You're okay. Tyler's got me watching the freaking Red Sox over here. I gotta sit. I gotta sit one back to the TV next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm totally, too, I totally agree. I am I'm, too ADHD for this. I am actually uh, due for a haircut uh, to see Josh. I, I am too. Probably am going to text him now. It's, we're out. We're, we're it's out of hand over here. It's it's pretty bad over here. But I'll be out of town again this weekend. So yep. To Leave him tonight. Go Why see not? him though. Seriously, anyone who's anyone who gets a haircut there. <laughs> That's right. Hey fellas, it's Yek. I got two questions for you guys. The first one's kind of a gambling question. If you could take Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State at minus one fifty, or the rest of college football, the field at plus one fifty, which one would you take? And why? The second one is a is a fun one. I found it to be kind of difficult. Let's say trades existed in college football. If you could make a trade with any team in your conference, one player for one player, or I guess it could be two for two or two for one. Um, obviously, it would have to be something that, that you guys agree that both teams would accept. What trade would you make with a team in your conference? So it's within your own conference, so you kind of got to take into account you're strengthening them, um, but you're kind of sharing up one of your weaknesses maybe. Um, just a fun question. Um, interested to hear the, the trades that you guys pop off. Appreciate it, fellas. Yek, we appreciate the call. I like uh, I like both of those questions, Chris. I think the first one is um, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty unanimous at this point, I think. I think yeah. it will be. Yeah. Uh, the second one is interesting though, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that in, in a little bit more detail in just a minute. But uh, what do you think about the first one? What the heck did I just say? I don't know, man. You're Jesus. speaking Joe Biden over there right now. I have no idea. Um, All right. 
You want to try asking that question again one more time? <laughs> Keep this rolling, Tyler. Please I don't know if I do or not, to be quite honest. What do you think about the first question that he asked? There we go. The odds to win the national the championship. Odds to win the national okay, championship. Okay, in case you weren't listening again, it is Bama, Georgia, yes. Ohio State, and it's minus 150. Yep. Do you want to tell the people what minus 150 means? If yep. I bet $10, how much can I win? I didn't mean to ask Siri. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not up. sure they'll listen. That's not good when my phone no, picks that up and yeah. is like, hey, <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about this. Yeah. Um, $10 would win $750. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so it would be $15 to win $10, blah, 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 blah. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm me personally, I'm going, I'm taking those three. You're taking Georgia, Bama, Bama, and Ohio State. Ohio State. To win national championship at minus 150. I am 100% taking that as well. 667. There's no way that's right. Okay. I don't believe you. Okay. If it's 15 to win 10, two thirds, that makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Joey, so <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you want to tell the people again how much? <laughs> if I place a $10 wager, Joey, how much would that win me? 667. We're not going to say 666. Yeah. Oh, geez, you just, just said yeah. it. Yeah. We're not going to say it again. Okay. So yeah, I, I, either way, I am I'm still going on the uh, the favorites, those three. Yeah, same. Um, there's a new tweet out apparently where it's just Alabama and Georgia. It's not a tweet, sorry. It is a tweet, but it's at a, a, a sports book, um, Fanduel, as a matter okay. of fact. Fanduel, okay. That uh, <laughs> a boy. Um, not from me. <laughs> Alabama and Georgia at minus one fifteen. The fields at minus one hundred five. What do you take there? Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna let you go because you your your actual opinion is original and it, it's your thought. But I agree with it. What what would you do there? Um, I probably take the field because Ohio State scares me. I, I think that um, yeah yeah I, I just Ohio State scares me. And then I mean anything can happen. It's it's a sport. So yeah, you're banking on on two teams when there's maybe yeah there's probably only one for more. me. It's two teams in the same conference. Yeah, that's the issue. I think they probably both get into the playoff anyways. Um, so you get fifty percent of the playoff. Ah, uh, mm. I would be. And then when you say it like that, I'm like, dang. Yeah, we, when I, when I say it out loud, you're like, you're gonna get half the playoff. Yeah, and depending on the seating, if one's the one and four, then they can meet in the championship game, and you're guaranteed money. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's Nick Saban. So what are so you taking? Alabama doesn't matter. Hundred percent doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. Wherever Alabama's at, that's where you're going. Don't care. You? I think I've talked myself into Georgia, Alabama. Okay. Ohio State does scare me. You can't really call them the dark horse because they're loaded, loaded. They do have a new DC this year, though. Um, they were bad on defense last year. It didn't matter because they were so good on offense. They are going to be so good on offense again. But the defense, it should be improved. But they have Oklahoma State's defense. His name is escaping me. They're DC. Um, I'll get it in a minute. The uh, Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, I'll get that in just a moment. But, but. Uh, but yeah, he is now at Ohio State, um, and he brought a lot of his players with him. So right. there will be a learning curve. I'm not how like sure how how steep or how bad it's going to be, um, but there may be a bit of a learning curve. Yeah, um, I'll buy that story. I'm still taking. I'm still taking the field if it's Alabama and Georgia. Gotcha. Kerry um, Coombs is his name. Good job. Yep. Good job. Got it. Uh, where, do you have a dark horse? Um, so let's go back to the original odds. Okay. Bama, Ohio State, Georgia. Minus 150, give me that all day. Yeah, okay. I agree. I think I think we're probably all in agreement there. Yep. 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 
if it's not them, so if you were to take the field, why would you take the field? Who? What team? I, I don't know. I really don't. USC, I think, has a, has a pretty good chance. That's to, what I was going to uh, say. Or, um, I, I, yeah, USC or Oklahoma, somebody like that. Yeah. I, I, don't, know, I don't know that Oklahoma's got that in them right now. I think they still know how to play offensive football, and I think Brent Venables will actually have them playing competent defense. Although they, they were one of the better defenses in the Big 12 last year. Who's their quarterback? That's not saying much. That's a good. Uh, what's his name? The boy from uh, UCF. Um, oh, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. That's a hundred percent why they'll never win anything. <laughs> you may remotely close to being relevant. <laughs> that may, dude is may, uh, an actual right. trash can. I'm sorry if you if you ever hear this, Dylan Gabriel, but you're not very good, buddy. Ooh. Last time we talked about somebody on here, like specifically, he got his feelings hurt in Houston. Won't say his name again, but he works at Amazon now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Bum, trash ass <laughs> linebacker. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, I think I think, I think USC has. I think USC has the. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I think good. USC has the best chance, only because I don't think their conference is all that good. I think that uh, oh boy, what's his name? Somebody Lincoln Riley. Um, they got Caleb Williams too. That no, no, that's what I'm really saying. I think Lincoln Riley bringing Caleb Williams is a huge get for for him and Absolutely. them. I think that helps because uh, that dude's a gamer. And then they're they're Southern California. They have they have talent there already. Yeah. Um, even if it wasn't coached well, they still have talent there. So, I I see them potentially sneaking in, possibly to the playoff. And if they, I mean, if you're in, you have a chance. You know. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. But for not to be redundant, I would say like Clemson. Okay. They may have like a little bit of a redemption story. They lost both coordinators. They're loaded on defense. Loaded. They are loaded. loaded. I just found that out. Loaded, loaded, <laughs> loaded, loaded. They have like four or five uh, potential like early mock draft first rounders. Like four for sure, they're saying, and potentially a fifth one, which is like, whoa. So they're loaded up front. If they can just figure out the quarterback like situation. Yeah. They got DJU at quarterback. Um, but I like it, how you didn't say the whole name. You just said it, the, the last letter. No, Ugalele. I know his name. Okay. Um, I like how you said it fast too. So I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, come on, man. <laughs> if we have any Polynesian people picking up, picking, uh, picking on me, then I'm, I apologize. I did my best. DJU, Joey made me say it. Um, <laughs> no, but they got a, a very highly rated quarterback last year, uh, K. Klubnik, who's pretty good as well. So yeah. they may figure out the quarterback position, and then they could easily keep that thing rolling. I, I'll buy that story as well. So they could be like potential dark horse, and they're in the ACC, which is not loaded with like talent so they have an easier path to the playoff and like you said earlier if you're in the playoff then you got shot then you got shot what about miami any chance yeah honestly i don't know if they could beat clemson but like van dyke's good man i like van dyke and they got two safeties that are pretty good they did get beat by florida state last year very very bad florida state team um very very poor team and still got their ass beat last year <laughs> so it's super unfortunate that van dyke couldn't make it happen um, the good part is, is though, is they got Manny 2.0 as their head coach yeah, on Saturdays again. Yeah, they got Mario so. Crispo, the best coach to walk the planet. So, hey, look, man, they are absolutely loaded. Great, great football team. Anything less than 12 wins for them in the regular season is a failure. So, uh, if they don't go 12-0, and 0, I'm, uh, if I'm a Miami fan, I'm irate. <laughs> Anyways, all right, question number two. Yeah. Do you want to start like or do you want me to? Uh, go ahead. All right, so <clears> – <throat> I feel like Florida's pretty – so this is the, the question about trading one guy. For, we're going to go one for one. One for one, in conference. In conference. Um, I feel like Florida's pretty deep at running back and, and 
desperately needs a wide receiver that can that can truly make plays. Um, and if we're doing like realistic scenarios, I don't think that we can get any of the, the like the names of the SEC, right? But I do feel like we could get a guy named Jaden Wally from Mississippi State, who's this will be his junior year there. Um, had back-to-back years of over 500 yards. Uh, one of the more athletic guys in the country. I think he'll probably be a, a second or third round pick if he comes out this coming up year. And so, I, yeah, I think that's who we're going to go get. And we're going to give up Naquan Wright because I think we're, we're a little bit deep in the uh, – in the running back room, and I, he's he's already disgruntled about life anyway. So yeah, no, <laughs> I, I like that. I like how you didn't go like first rounder for first rounder. You yeah, went like second day guy for second day guy. Yeah, okay, I like that. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and preface this. Florida State's not great, um, <laughs> so like my chips that I have to offer aren't like aren't great. Um, so like you remember the day like you could like do a trade on MLB or there maybe Madden. You kind of you can like force the trade. Yeah, like you can make the other team take it. Yeah, we may have to like prod them in the right direction. Okay, like we may have to. You're gonna force I, the trade. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna what I was gonna say. We may have to like kidnap a kid or something like that and make them do it. Like, what the hell were you Jesus. gonna say? That's what I was gonna say. Oh, well, okay. No, that's what Ooh. I was gonna say. So it, it didn't get worse. That no, was it's nothing no, no, worse. It's not worse than that. It's, that's oh, pretty God. bad. No, it was. That was really bad. That's like a ransom I, note. I probably should have just said ransom note. Yeah, it's better. That, that's not as bad as like saying kidnap a kid. No. I would never kidnap a kid to force the trade. But <laughs> it's okay, man. It's my birthday back. <laughs> um, but it would be Clemson. It would be Clemson. Um, I think Florida State needs an edge rusher. They got to replace the production from Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas. Um, and I think they have a safety that's first rounder. Maybe this is the this is the part we have to kind of like make them do it. He's probably a second round guy. Um, at best, but he's an all, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a first rounder maybe, but he's a second round guy at best. <laughs> yeah. He, he's an all American. Okay. He's an all American. First team, all ICC, all American. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, the guy we would go get is from Clemson. His name is Miles Murphy. He's projected 10th, uh, in the, in the upcoming draft, uh, D end. Really good player. We'll give up our best player on our team. You can, they can pick Clemson can pick. No, no. They have to take Jamie Robinson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's our best player on the team. Yeah. Short of Jordan Travis, but like we can't trade Jordan Travis. Literally There's literally nothing behind him. Yeah. The next best player is Jamie Robinson. Okay. So I'm giving I'm giving literally our best. They this is their second or third best guy. So he's top ten player. Top ten player. Draft. I, I think they'll probably do that. Oh, they will. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Once no, they get that ransom though, they will one hundred percent take the trade. I promise you. Hey Chris, Brad and uh, the other guy. This is Terrence from Northern Illinois just calling in to ask what are the odds that Arch Manning ever starts a, a game for Texas Longhorns? Great question there. Thanks for calling in. Um, this is kind of a good one. Piggybacks off of last week a little bit. If you missed yep, that yep, show, yep. you can go back and listen to that one. That's right. Um, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was on. Yeah, it was a good one. That was fun. Um, but does Arch Manning start? I like how he said it to the other guy. Joe, you're the other guy. Not Tyler. <laughs> you. He may. I may know him pretty well, actually. That guy yeah, that just yeah. called. You yeah. know him. I might. He won a contest, right? He did win a contest. And so humbly, yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Um, <laughs> does Arch Manning ever start a game for Texas? You mean answer it first? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. Really? Never starts a game in Texas. You're kidding me. He's not good. What? Huh. Mm-hmm. On what? Like, what do you like, base that on? Uh, my eyeballs. Have you seen a highlight that you were like, man, this dude makes throws that nobody else can make? I'll say I've seen highlights where it looks like he's playing against blind people. Like, I don't know who his school plays in football, 
They're bad. It's like negative 2A Florida football over there. He's the number one recruit in the nation for 2023. Yeah, a 1.0, too. You know how many other 1.0s? not good. You know how many other 1.0 recruits there have been in the nation? One. Five. Oh, Ernie Sims is one. Ernie Sims is one. He was a hit. Jadavion Clowney was he a was hit? One. Yeah. You don't think Ernie Sims is a hit? Hell no. What? He played in the NFL for like nine years. That's a hit. Yeah, look it up. Fact check I, it. I'm looking up. Y'all go ahead. Carry yeah. on. Detroit Carry Lions. On. He was an All-American at Florida State. National champion. Ernie Sims was definitely a 1.0, though. I do know that. He was. I know. I looked the other day. Okay. I'm but looking. Hold on. Y'all had one. Tyler's looking it up for you. Carry we, on. We didn't have one. Florida had one. Oh, yes, yeah. Ronald Powell. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out for us? No. Not what, great. No, it wasn't Ronald Powell. It was Brock Berlin, wasn't it? Brock Berlin was a point nine 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 nine. Oh, he, he was missing How'd that, that work out for thousandth of a pin. Not great yeah, that either. Was, that was bad. Jadavion Clowney was a 1-0. I feel yeah. like that worked out pretty, pretty well. Pretty good player. Yeah. Yeah, he bounced around the league a little bit. Thank you. Three years of Detroit, one in Philly, one in Indianapolis, Thank two you. in Dallas. Thank I don't know close, that he ever close, played. Close to not- yes, he did. Close. He's in the NFL for nine years, Joey. He played at least once. How the hell is Joey turning his nose up at a nine-year NFL football player saying he sucks? I didn't say he sucked. Joey, you said he's a bust. Yeah, you said everything but he sucks. No, I said everything but he sucks. He started every game four of the years that he played. He started every game four of the years he played. Thank you so much. At linebacker <laughs> in the NFL. Out of eight, so 50% of his career. So 50% yeah. of his career, he was a starter. Okay. Every single game. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'd say so. That's better. That's better than I thought. Either way, I just don't see. I think if Arch Manning's name was John Ruiz, would he be the number one overall player in the nation? No, but he'd be a billionaire. That's that's not his name, is it? I think so. John Ruiz is a boxer. Well, we'll look it up. Miami's billionaire donor. I'm pretty sure his name is John. Ruiz. His name might be John Ruiz too. Yeah, okay. Philip, Anyways, to your point, you shell. To to your point. <laughs> I don't think he is as good as his rating, but I don't think he has to be as good as his rating to start a game at Texas. Agreed. He's not better than Quinn Ewers right now, and he'll never be better than Quinn Ewers. Who is like 18. He's That kid is as probably a mixture, personality-wise, in my opinion. Don't know him, never met him, don't care to. Probably like Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, all in one. Ewers? He, yeah. He may be. He forwent his... Senior, senior year, year of high, high school, school, right? To go get a million dollars at Ohio State, right? To never even think about playing there. Nope. Transfer to Texas. To, to Texas, where he wanted back. to go. To where he wanted to go, anyways. To get a bigger back. Yeah. More money. Of course. No, he's he's supremely talented. He is really talented, but I don't know that he doesn't jump in like next year, like two years. He has to take two years. So Arch sits, beats him out, doesn't beat him out. I just don't know that Arch is good. I don't know that he's I, I've great. Se- I've seen the film, like you just said. He, he he's playing against five foot six, one hundred and forty eight pound defensive lineman. He's making them look like that, though. and he's making them look bad. He's making every. I agree with you. The level of competition is really bad. I no, I, I, I've said this. I'm I on ch- record. I challenge. So the guy I work with, Cody Beatles, he's a big Texas fan. We had this conversation. I challenged him. I said, "Find me one highlight where you're like, damn, this guy made a really good throw." Just one. I just want to see one time where you're like, holy crap. He, that was a throw that very In a game, people, I don't know that that's happened. Find one on 7 on 7 because he doesn't do it. No, he doesn't do it. But you cannot tell me that. What about a throw. camp? You don't think he, he doesn't football? do those. What no, about Elite 11? He hasn't done that. So you tell me why. You don't think he's good at football? Tell me why he's the greatest player in the country right now when he does nothing with 7 on 7. He does nothing 
on, at camps. He does nothing with Elite 11. And his high school film is meh at best. Tell uh, me why he's 1.0. Well, it's pretty easy. His yeah, last his name. Related yeah, his to two Hall of Fame Arch Manning. Yeah, yeah, his name is Manning. I get it. I don't think he sucks like You know who else was a Manning? Cooper Manning. What the hell is he doing with his life? I don't know. Wasn't he? Was, he yeah, I think, I think he was really, really good. They say he was better than everyone because he had like, like serious heart issues or health issues. He couldn't play football. He played football until his junior year and he didn't get recruited. Y'all stop this. Oh, so this is, is this a Magic Johnson thing? Like where no, no, no. Magic Johnson Magic didn't, have, didn't HIV. have AIDS. Like you don't think Cooper was actually? No, no, no. Cooper, they say Cooper was the, the supreme athlete of the family. I agree. But he didn't play quarterback. And so you had to play receiver. He was a good receiver. I was like, I, they, they've showed, I saw the Manning thing that everybody else saw. Everybody talked about how great he was. Yeah, I saw the film that just, same, this is same. This close to Joey is going to get to backpedaling, so like, I'm going to move on. It's the on. same as, I'm same gonna, thing that you I'm saw, same thing on. that you saw, same thing that you saw. <laughs> this is as close to Joey's, this is, Sanders, this is as close as you're ever going to get to an admission from Joey right now. This is, that's, as, I'm good. Thank you for admitting that, Joey. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion, I don't think, Arch Manning is elite. I don't think he's great. I do think he's probably good at quarterback. He has all the measurables. He has the he's DNA. He has the pedigree. He has everything that it takes to play quarterback. He's He obviously knows X's and O's. He understands coverage. He yes, knows I agree with that. everything about football. Like He has all the tools and the resources and always has. Um, I don't think he has to be elite to start a game at Texas. Does he have to be patient? Probably. I don't know that he beats Ewers out. I don't. I don't. I, I probably don't think that I'd be. I'd be more likely to say he does not beat him out. But I think he has to be patient. Now, whether or not he's patient, to me, that's the real question. I, I'm. I'm very okay with going on record right now saying that he never starts a game at the University of Texas. Okay. And what I'm cool. Think, I'm cool if anybody re, like wants to revisit this in three years. I'm. I'll say I was wrong if I'm wrong. I just. I don't see how it's been on record. Steve Sarkeesian. Heavily, heavily recruited him. Obviously, threw him a load of money. Did the same thing to Quinn Ewers, to be fair. He's a Manning. He's a number one recruit. You're telling me you don't run him out there under center for one game? They run him out for one game. It doesn't yeah, matter. If he plays bad, bench him. That's fine. But you don't not play a Manning for one game. I, 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 that's the other point. What if Ewers gets hurt, Joey? Then he starts. You don't think they have other quarterbacks on the roster? He's oh, stop yeah. it. Joey's got That's him buried insane. under the depth chart. He's gonna go be like Margaret's wife and stir the Gatorade and shit on the sideline. First of all, Hudson Card was a five star. He's there still. We're just gonna pretend like he doesn't exist. Didn't he? Didn't he try to transfer? No. Oh yes, that was did. the other one that did transfer. The one that started most of the year last year. Yeah, yeah, he did try to transfer. He did transfer. He's transferred. He's gone. He's not there anymore. We'll see. We will see. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. I got. I got another one for you. Hypothetically. I heard this on another podcast. Does Arch Manning, is he ever a Heisman finalist at any point in his college football Absolutely not. I don't think he ever plays, so no. Hmm. Zero chance. Heisman finalist. Just a finalist. Zero chance. Well, it's not zero. Zero. No, it's not zero. It's not zero, but I don't think it's very high either. So the opinion of these people that I listen to were like totally, totally opposite. They don't think it's necessarily in a Texas jersey, but they think that he'll be a Heisman finalist at some point in the course of four years. But we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion on it. I think more than likely, more than likely, yeah, all he has to do is be average. And because of the last name, he'll be invited to New York. So I would say just for 
to be uh, different than you guys, I would say was, yes. Was Eli yeah. Manning invited to New York? What is it? Was Eli Manning invited to New York? I don't think so. I don't think that Eli Manning was a super spectacular quarterback, though, to be fair. He's a Hall of Famer. He's I agree. But yeah, but He's see, a Hall of Famer because of two games, but that's a different conversation. But when Eli Manning was in college, there wasn't the Manning name is was not what it is right now. Agreed. So Eli made the Manning name? He damn sure helped it. You just said it. Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion. I agree, but not good. Now he's making the, the Manning name what it is. I, I didn't say not good. You said not good. I didn't. He said not good. I said not good. Well, Clayton said not good. <laughs> and I'll, I'll stand on that. Not good. Yeah, I'm not. I won't. I won't go there. He said every record at all Miss. This isn't he, great. He um, said he set a lot of records at uh in the NFL. Not a, uh, not in the NFL. Yeah, he's a hall. He's a hall of famer. With two times the, the, the Giants. And so now the main name is absolutely it carries more weight than it ever has. So all Arch has to do is go be decent. Go be a starting quarterback on a winning football team. Most likely, as long as the numbers are average or, or, or good, then he'll be he'll be in New York. I I mean, I, and that I'm sure that's true. I think if he has average numbers, he might go to New York. I don't think he's he ever has. have average numbers on a winning football team, and mm-hmm. he gets invited. I don't think he ever gets there. So that's yeah, good. well, that may not. We'll see. All right, Chris, going to the last segment of the night. But before mm-hmm. we do that, let's talk about Brian's sports for a minute. The uh, the best sporting goods store in Lake City is not even a question about that guy that does a lot for the community and a lot for the show, so we appreciate him. Give him a call at 755-0570. And, uh, yeah, just tell him you appreciate him because he, he would appreciate that. Yeah, Brian's awesome. Great people, great, great people. We're kind of lucky. We're very lucky. With all of our sponsorships, like, we actually really like them. Yeah, 100%. Like, Brian. Like, like genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Brian's a good dude. Real, real good people. Real, real good people. And then good at his business. Like, you don't get to stay in business as a small business owner for as long as he has without being good at it. 24, 25 years, something like yeah. that? I mean, yeah. You, I mean, dude, come on. Yeah. A quarter of a century and, and still, like, he's great at what he does. He is. Go see him. He'll take care of you. Absolutely. Clayton, you have been begging to be on this pod. I'm just kidding. You haven't really been begging. <laughs> but we did, make a, we did make a deal that the first time that a, a Colorado-based professional sports franchise won a championship – that you would be on. We didn't make that deal. And so here you are. The Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup in six games. Probably should have been five. Yes. That's neither here nor there. Yep. Um, but you were fortunate enough to get to go to the parade. I need you to tell me about the parade. Yeah. So uh, my dad, actually, I have to give a lot of credit to my dad. He just took a job with Southwest probably two months ago. Um, and so I get to fly on a buddy pass for free anywhere that Southwest flies. Hold on, player. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we won, and Dad and I were just drinking beer, celebrating, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, what if I what if I went to the parade? And he was like, well, I have to see if I can get you on the flight. Sure enough, next day, I'm out on a flight to Denver. And then I stayed out there for, what, a week, I guess, and came home the day after the parade. It was awesome. That's awesome, excellent. awesome experience. Yeah, so I saw a couple of videos on Twitter. You were uh, pretty close. Yeah, I uh, I got off the train at the uh, union station downtown where the parade started and i walked maybe a tenth of a mile just looking to see where i could squeeze in and i found a spot right next to a lamppost probably one person between me and the railing where the street was they were going down so i would say i was 30 feet from you know all the guys the cup the front office guys you know it was it was really 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 cool was there any thought at all about going to steal the, the cup Okay, funny story about that, actually. <laughs> I went to a Rockies game the night before, and the team was all there with the cup, and they were up in the club level, and I was sitting right below where they were in the club level. 
So I got to leave early because we were playing the Dodgers and getting our freaking brains kicked in. No way. Yeah, shocker. And I'm walking. I see the stairs at the club level. So I'm like, oh, I'll go up and take a look. Why not? I walk up, <laughs> sitting on the other side of the glass doors, Gabe Landeskog with the Stanley Cup. And Kadri and McKinnon, all those guys are up there. So I'm like, all right, well, I don't see any security. I walk in. No one's there. So I'm like, I think about it for like 10 seconds. Am I really going to do this? Yeah, sure. Why not? I go to walk in. Security lady comes up oh. as I'm reaching for the door handle. Can I see your ticket? No, my phone's dead. My dad's inside, though. I can go inside and grab him really quick. I was just going to mad dash, take a picture, and then leave. Duh. Because what are they going to do? Throw me out? I'm leaving anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, yeah, no, we, we can't let you in. Like, you don't have your ticket. I'm sorry. You have to leave. It was that close. Like, 10 feet. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that story before I asked that me question. Either. It was really, really cool. That's... I'm impressed, actually. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's cool. What was your um? What was the favorite thing besides that? Because that's pretty cool about like the parade itself. Because I mean, I, I'd imagine most of our listenership, unless they're in Tampa, haven't been to a ton of like championship parades. Um, what was the coolest part for you about like the actual parade itself? For me, like other than actually seeing the guys, because obviously, I mean, you see a professional athlete, especially on your team, that's really cool. But for me, it was just the whole city was really, really unified. And it wasn't just an avalanche parade. The University of Denver won the national championship for college. And then Denver High School won the national championship for high school, all in hockey. Oh, wow. So there were avalanche fans, there were DU fans, and there were those high school parents and students. There were over 500,000 people throughout the streets of Denver. That's crazy. And then down in the Civic Center, singing Blink-182, drinking beer, <laughs> yelling at the people. Like, people were hitting beers out of their shoes. Like, it was just crazy to see. I've never seen that many people rally around one thing in unison like that, which was really cool. That is cool. I like that. I have to ask a question. Why? So, for those people that don't know. I like Clayton, how we turned this into an interview, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't supposed to be that. I'm sorry. And, and if we're running along, it's okay. You'll enjoy it. Um so we know Clayton. We coach Clayton in baseball. Joey and I both had that had that opportunity, that privilege. Really, really hard worker. But like, we're from Florida. Like, we're from Florida. So, yeah. my question to you is, and I, I never, I knew you loved like Denver sports for forever. But I, what is the reason? Like, why are you a Denver uh, sports fan? Yeah. So again, it ties back to my dad. My dad was born in Tampa area, but his parents moved out to Denver in the early seventies. Um, and he grew up actually on a little suburb in Denver on a street named Clayton Street. And so in the hospital, they still hadn't decided on my name. My parents hadn't. And my dad was like, well, why don't we name him John Elway Steinrock? And my mom was like, <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> so then he said, well, I grew up on Clayton Street. I think that's a cool name. And in Denver. So why don't we name him Clayton Denver Steinrock? And mom was like, yeah, I actually really like that. So I'm named after the street and the city that my dad grew up in. Okay. That, is, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. So he's a big, obviously a big Denver sports fan. Uh, yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. There are sometimes <laughs> he gets too caught up in the political aspect of sports and okay. he'll text me asking the score. Cause he still cares, but yeah, but he tries not to cause he's yeah. not going to watch. Yeah. He's, he said that a couple times. Well, I get it. But, I know plenty of people like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, I need you to rank your your Denver franchises for me. Top 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 to whatever. Top four, I guess. So the Broncos, obviously, number one. Okay. My dog named after Champ Bailey, blah blah blah. My son will be named Von Miller Steinrock. Already decided. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. 
That's 100% happening. Um, Let me know th- how that works out for you. Yeah, hey, I will, 100%. Has, uh, never mind, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, number two would be the Nuggets. I grew up watching the Nuggets more than any other team other than the Broncos. And now with Jokic and Murray and MPJ and those guys, uh, it's just super cool to watch them. Number three was the Rockies. But the Rockies are no longer in the top five. Okay. Oh, not, not in the top five? Not until Dick Momfort, that's his real name. I'm not making fun of him. Until he sells the team <laughs> because he is a loser of an owner, and I have no pride in a team that is owned by him. He's okay. the worst. So the abs are three. Yes. And there is no four or five well, in they Colorado, like, and the Rockies are six. Yeah. Yeah, they're seven. <laughs> Further down, they're the worst. Denver University. Yeah. The high school Pioneers. team that won the championship. Yeah. Then go the Rockies. Pioneers go Wildcats. Oh, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. Nice. That's cool. That is hilarious. I actually had a friend text me after, well, I was in the second intermission of game six, and she's a fake Tampa fan. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of them. She's from the area, so I got to give her a little bit of credit. But I was being nice because I'd been an asshole all series <laughs> talking to everybody. I mean, I was at and all y'all on Twitter. Yep. And so I texted her yeah. before the third period, and I said, whatever happens, good luck. Being a nice guy. And I have the screenshot. She texted me back and said, if you're an asshole to me, if y'all win, we're no longer friends. So I thought about it for 30 seconds because she's, <laughs> she's better friends with my girlfriend than she is with me. Okay. I thought about it for 30 seconds. I texted her back, and I said, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you really think that our friendship is worth more to me than a Denver championship? That's Was crazy. It? Out of no. Okay. I text her back in all caps when we won. All caps. We're sending our videos at the parade. Everything. You really dug into that one. I love it. <laughs> That's excellent. Hey, real quick though, does um, the Avs have any chance to go to number two? Um, I believe yes. Ooh, I like it. I believe yes. I mean, because I'm, now a, that I'm a big there, hockey guy now. Well, my biggest concern going in was that Tampa had been there, what, three times in the last five years and had won two in a row. Yeah. yeah. I think experience means a lot. So we've shown that we can beat teams with experience, and now we have that same experience. I think we'll lose Kadri. We just re-signed Cogliano today. but All right. I'm in on your favorite favorite Denver teams, though. Are they going to jump the Nuggets? Oh. They have no, any chance to go to number two to, to jump the Nuggets. Mm. If they win another one? No, because then I just that gets into weird territory. Like I've supported the Nuggets for longer. Obviously, I, I love that the Avs are winning, but I'm not gonna fair okay. weather them into my number two. Fair I enough. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Fair weather into the. I love that. I do too. Color out of the Colorado teams. Yeah, oh, we're different teams. Yeah. All right. Last thing. Give me a Broncos prediction this year. Oh God. Okay. Reasonably, I think that we. Split. No, I don't want the. Re- I don't want the reasonable. One. I want reasonable, and then then. Okay, hope. I'll go reasonable, and then. So there's 17 games now, right? Yep. 17. Reasonably, I think that the floor is nine and eight. You're out of your mind. Go ahead. You think lower? No. Okay, we'll get there in a second. Reasonably, I think it's nine and eight floor. I would say ceiling, 14 and three, and I don't think that's crazy. I have without looking at, looking at the schedule. I don't think there's any way, any chance, unless something bad happens to Russ, that they lose less than 11 games or uh, win less than 11 games. I agree. I think, I think, I think we, 11 is the floor. I think we sweep Vegas. Hmm. Vegas is terrible. Hey, I, you know what? I They're think I'm going to so rescind bad. this because Vegas isn't that bad, first of all. They're terrible. The Chargers are pretty good. They're still the Chargers. They're good, bro. And that, Kansas City's pretty good. The That's Chargers a really are a weird one for me, though. The Chargers I, were number one in offense and defense in a season and didn't make the playoffs. Like, they have shown nothing over the last 
20 years since Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates were there That's, that they can do anything. You're not they wrong. They have the most talented team in the NFL. You're not wrong. I just think – I think that first of all, that division is stupid. Really the win good. total, for the record, is set at 10.5. Yeah, I'll take I, the over I, on that. I think that's I think that's close. It, Our out-of-division games are really, really easy outside of, like, Baltimore. And I don't, it depends on where that's at. I don't it's hate that. It's in Baltimore. Okay, I don't love that anymore. Yeah, but, I'll take a loss there. Yeah. But I, I, I think you split with each of the division opponents. At, I mean, I'm saying, like, maybe you can say Vegas, maybe. Okay. They're but, bums. I just hate them so much. That's well, not It's even, understandable, mm. but – they got a good wide receiver here recently. Yeah, they got they got a couple. Waller can can play a little bit. And, and they just signed Devontae, right? Yeah, and Devontae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a new not top bad. five corner though. And uh, he can't cover. He can't cover Tay. And Hunter Renfro, he he's not too bad either. Oh, brother, I'm just saying he gets open. He gets open. <laughs> I'm just saying we he gets split. Gets open. We split <laughs> with the Chargers and the Raiders every year, and lost closely. I hate this Patrick Mahomes owns the AFC West narrative. Patrick does. Mahomes plays like absolute shit against the Broncos. <laughs> we'll keep the game close for three quarters. And then last year, game week 16 or 17, we have nothing to play for except beat the Chiefs. We're up the whole game. Four minutes left in the game. We're tied. We have a chance to go down and score a touchdown, win the game. What happens? Melvin Gordon, worthless. Worst running back in the NFL. <laughs> Fumbles 80-yard scoop and score from a D lineman who weighs 350 pounds. Like it's the freakiest stuff that happens. Yeah, I I do like Denver. I think Russ makes a huge difference. I think he's a top six, seven quarterback in the league. Maybe even higher than that. That's, I'd have him at seven. That's he. I think Russ, his whole career, he's been with a terrible coach. Agreed. I, I know people love Pete Carroll, but dude, he's not good. And it's not even necessarily him, but the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinators they've had for the last 12 years are actual trash Awful. cans. I, I, I hope you can't argue with Brian Schottenheimer now. I'm not going to, but Pete Carroll has won everywhere he's ever been. He's not an awful coach. He's terrible. He's Please continue. Terrible. He's, okay, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. He's not terrible. He's not terrible. His style is outdated now, and he refuses he's 90. to adapt. He's 90. I, adapt. I, yeah. I, that's, that's you what, can't. He's not as good now as he was when he entered the league. How about that? Is I agree. That, I, I, 100%, but he's not yeah. a terrible coach. And he won at no. USC because he, he, he relates to his players. Reggie Bush. Yes, yeah, so did Jimbo Fisher win at Florida State because he had Jameis Winston. That's fair. But so Nick Saban wins Alabama because he has every five-star that walks the earth. All of them. Okay. Whoever he wants. Yes. So he, let me let me rephrase that. He's not terrible. He's just not as great as he maybe once was, and he's 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 middle of the pack I'm at okay best. I can, I can And he hires the yeah. actual the worst, worst offensive coordinators in the history of the game. Your brother won't like it, but that's okay. I, I don't care. Brian Schottenheimer is the worst in the history of the NFL. Oh, he's so bad. Word, big word. History. History. The, the entirety. Even back to the 40s, <laughs> no, they were better. They were better. They were running the wishbone, baby. They were running the wishbone, the wing T. Anyways, uh, that's an easy offense to stop. Apparently, I'm not going there right now, Christopher. We're not doing that tonight. Um, so that's what Russ has had to deal with his whole career, yeah. and and not great receivers on top of that, except for Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett and D- Doug, DK Metcalf. Nah, what Doug Baldwin was not Doug a Baldwin great was receiver. Pretty, he was the best one of the three. Yeah, because who else was there? <laughs> that's not name well, another one. I said Lockett and DK. Lockett's good. Whoa, you're saying that Baldwin's better than Lockett and DK? You don't remember Doug Baldwin. I absolutely – Doug Baldwin scored two touchdowns against us in Super Bowl Forty Eight. I remember it very well. He wasn't throwing the scrubs now. Those, those, those two guys can, can 
can play football. But they didn't all play together, though. No. They never DK, played DK and Tyler. DK and Lockett did. Yeah. Of the course of his career, though, he's had pretty good. He's had, my God, he had Marshawn Lynch running game to lean on, too. Yeah. And that badass defense that absolutely, he didn't have to score much. No, he didn't have to score much then. I hate that defense. Yeah. yeah I, I, that defense. I question Russell Wilson's decision making. I don't hate Russell Wilson. I always have to go, because you always try to put him too high. You make me try and knock this guy down a peg, and I hate doing it, but I have to. He audibled on the one-yard line against the Patriots. Turn around and hand the ball off to 24, beast mode, and you, know, you win a Super Bowl. No, let's go RPO, throw the slant on the half-inch line. Idiot. I love it. That's my quarterback. I'll support yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he took a Denver ball. is loaded on offense. They're, dude, Javante Williams, top five running back. Cortland Sutton can good. actually play good. football. Please text Tyler Yaxley and tell him that Cortland Sutton is very good at football. No, Cortland Sutton Because I've tried play. to argue that many times. Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton, Jesus, can play. Crack one Jerry right Judy. Terrible. He's not terrible. I'm so out on Jerry Judy. He's okay. Come back to this in Tim two Patrick, months and I'll be his biggest fan, but he's terrible right now. T- Tim Patrick is super underrated. Agreed. They're not bad. Jav- and you said Javante Williams. Javante Williams. Williams. Top five. He's, he's so good. Okay. He's not, not, he's not top, top five. five, right? He's not top five. Not, yeah. not yet. This year he will be top five. 100%. He's Fantas- a good back. Fantasy though. or real life? Both. Because mm. mm. we re-signed Melvin on a one-year vet minimum because he's a bum and should be out of the league. <laughs> But we re-signed him for some reason. But Javante will finally get the majority of the carries. No, he definitely will. And he's going to he's gonna produce. I he like, should. He's good. I, I like Javante. Him. Yeah, so 11 and 6 for me. I'll take that. That's playoffs. I would go over 10 and a half. I'm okay with that. I like it. I'm, I'm saying playoffs. No, I'm not saying Super Bowls or anything crazy like that. But You say that now. Wait till week three. Playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, week three, it's go time. Super Bowl. Well, listen, we were, we were 3-0 last year against the Giants, Jags, and Jets, and I thought we were the best team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, I think we're good here, right? Yeah, yeah I think good. I think that's uh, I think that's been it. Clayton, appreciate you uh, you joining us, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. All right, that's going to be it for tonight. Sitters has been Joey Edge along with Chris Martinez, Clayton Steinrich, and producer Rolf, and we are front porch sitting. See you next time, Sitters. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. This whole entire show was definitely sponsored by Rad Rentals.